0: How did you guys actually meet?
1: Well, we met, as you would suspect, we met in the restaurant business. Get
0: out. <laughs> no <Yeah>. way. <laughs> oh, man. Which restaurant were you guys working in?
1: Um, so Kelvin was a manager at uh, Chili's in, uh, in Melbourne, Florida, and he, I applied as a server and he hired me.
2: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. He's quite a bit older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's,
2: uh, uh, that might have been my, uh, at the time, my worst hire. <laughs> but turned out to be my best hire.
0: Mandy and Kelvin Slater are on fire. When you take a look at what's happening in the city and where people want to hang out, where things are happening in general and where some of the most Instagram friendly photos are taken, you're probably going to end up on the roof at Ponce city market and this duo happens to be the minds and leadership behind everything rooftop bound. Now we're gonna get into all of the details behind everything fun and games on the roof and Nine Mile Station and RFD Social, but before we get into everything present, their past is just as steeped in the restaurant industry. This is also the team that brought us Blue Moon Pizza, a personal favorite of mine, and these guys have put many, many hours into many other concepts that we all know and love. Now, we caught up at Industrious at Ponce City Market for a conversation on their entire past, what's happening now on the roof, and some things that are forthcoming to Atlanta's favorite historic spot. So, here they are, Mandy and Kelvin Slater of Slater Hospitality and the roof at Ponce City Market. We're, we're chilling at, at Pont City today, which is really awesome. On the other side of the microphone, I've got Mandy and Kelvin Slater of Slater Hospitality. And you guys are doing tons of great things that we're going to get into. But how in the world are you guys today?
1: We're great. Thanks for having us. We're happy to be here.
0: Doing wonderful. Thanks again. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, But this is cool. So I know we were just chatting about this, but this is podcast number one for you guys.
2: Yes, it is. Um, uh, like we said earlier, you always want to be on one. So thank you for finding us, and um, we're happy to be here. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna like you know really
0: hawk that anywhere that I can. It's like I that was the first right. podcast that Mandy That's and Calvin right. were on. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm cooler than everybody. So. I hope it's not the last. <laughs> that would actually be great. It was actually our first and last. It was so good that we just couldn't do any more, or it was just so, so terrible, couldn't do it again. That's but great. But no, thank you guys so much for being here. I'm really yeah. excited to chat with you guys. I mean, again, uh, talk about something that has a ton of energy and fun and amazing things that are happening in Atlanta at the, what I would call the, the crown jewel of Atlanta right now at Ponce City Market. It's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah. Feels like the Mecca, the city.
0: Yeah. And it's it's great too, because mm-hmm. it's just, it's everything history and fun mm-hmm. and um, yeah, but I mean, we're, we're definitely going to get into that. But before, um, before we jump into to everything, you know, on the business side, I want to get to know you guys just a little bit more. So the first question that I ask everybody on the show is, and, and you guys can answer this individually, but I want to know who cooked for you guys growing
2: up and what kind of cook was he? or she? Um, My mom cooked. Um, So my um, feeling for cooking and understanding that was really just being in the kitchen with my mom and um, just trying to, and seeing what she was doing. And um, I think I've got what she was doing all along. She was always copying and cutting and saving recipes and like something that she would um, do and to be just something unique. And she's doing it for the first time at a dinner party or something. So it you know, and I do the same thing. And so I think for me, that was the first person that kind of indirectly got me interested and, you know, fascinated about food. Yeah. What kind of eater were you growing up? Um, I pretty much ate anything, yeah. you know, I was, um, I would, you know, I cleaned the plate put yeah. it like that. And, um, so I wasn't, um, Anything. I knew certain days of the week what was coming um, for food. And, you know, some days are more exciting than others. Um, but, yeah, I pretty much um, enjoyed that. And then early on, I started, you know, of course, making breakfast for myself or doing those kind of things. But, um, yeah, I didn't I wasn't discriminating towards food at all. Yeah. Siblings, though? Uh, my sister, a little bit. Um, but she she's a probably a little bit more finicky eater than yeah. I was. Yeah. Are you older though? Yes. Oh yeah.
0: So you, you were the one to, to actually, you know, emulate. She wanted to be a good eater like you. Right.
2: But, but yeah, you know, I think as time went on, um, I think she, we our um, taste buds slowly separated farther and farther <laughs> away. You know, <laughs> It's all about differentiation from <laughs> right. your siblings.
0: Like I don't mm-hmm. need to like the things that you do. I'm my own, right. I'm, I'm
2: my own person. And that's what happened too. So she's, um, uh, she's her own eater and she likes certain things. And and, you know, we have her over and we have to say, okay, this is what we're having, you know. So And she's really nice about it, but we'll, like, it'd be small portions that she would take from it. <laughs> For sure. Where was home, Kelvin? Um, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, right on. Yeah, Very grew cool. up in Fort Lauderdale. Um, enjoyed that and really didn't um, appreciate being close to the water back then. Um, so every time we go back, that's like, the, you know, the immediate drive on the yeah. beach or over the intercoastal and just kind of. Man, I could have been doing all this when I was here. So yeah,
0: I uh, I grew up in Orlando, so Central Florida, so New Smyrna Beach or Daytona, mm-hmm. we'd like skip school and go to the beach and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Uh, so for sure, yeah, for sure, yeah, it's a nice, uh, it's it's a nice place. I like Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, it was better than know, Miami. Yeah, you know, it was,
2: <laughs> um, you know, re- re- just really um on the food scene for that um that was early on as well and I'd worked in a lot of mom and pops growing up in Fort Lauderdale so mm-hmm. you know that was a, an additional to what I was being you know seeing at home so yeah yeah. well
0: passing the mic to mandy i got the same question so yeah. tell me a little bit about growing up and who was cooking for you
1: <laughs> well i also am from florida i grew up in melbourne florida on the east hey. coast there yeah little
0: fist bump over to you that's close, right close to i Orlando. did live in
1: miami and i did love it
0: oh i, I love yeah. i love the one, food
1: one hurricane too many and then yeah. i was out but yeah. um yeah so yeah um but my ho- entire family is from upstate new york we're 100 percent italian and so that kind of let you know what the food situation was like in my house
0: yeah Yeah, amazing
1: have you ever seen that picture that's floating around i don't know if this only pops up on facebook for people who are italian but (laughs) did it come up does it come up on other people's you know feed i I want to know what this is you got it the picture that shows like a, a giant dinner table and there's food covering it and the caption is I just—I heard you were coming over. I just put out a couple snacks or whatever, but the table is completely filled, and it's like this twenty-foot-long table.
0: I'm gonna Google that as soon as we're done here. Yeah, so
1: I think it only comes up on Italian people's feed, but (laughs) how that works. We're just gonna um,
0: slide that into your feed because we know we know 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 you're Italian and we know you'll think it's funny. We know that you'll laugh at this. That's right. This is an easy one, easy
1: setup. (laughs) So yeah, it was a, a full table's full all the time. Lots of. Lots of different things. It wasn't just like here's you know the pasta. It was like <laughs> here's the pasta. Here's the meatballs. Here's the, you know pork. Here's the bread and the salad and
0: and more pasta and, and more all meatballs of it. Yeah. And, the, and
1: the olives and the salami and the cheese. We have to have out. So yeah. that's pretty much you know how I eat today. I like to eat that way. Um, that's how I that's how I do you know parties at our house or hospitality just as food galore people are like we haven't even had dinner yet and we're stuffed so at our house <laughs> um but um so yeah it's you know that was food growing up and um my grandmother was a waitress and I just you know gravitated towards the service industry and started waiting tables and then uh, you know bartending and managing and and so forth so
0: yeah yeah so I guess just fast forwarding like enough but how did you guys actually meet?
1: Well, we met as you would suspect. We met in the restaurant business. Get
0: out! <laughs> no <Yeah>. way! <laughs> oh man, which restaurant were you guys working <clears> at?
1: <throat> um, so Kelvin was a manager at uh, Chili's in uh, in Melbourne, Florida, and he I applied as a server and he hired me.
2: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. He's quite a bit older than I am. <laughs> right, right.
2: Okay, <laughs> it's a uh, that uh, it might have been my uh, at the time <laughs> my worst hire, but <laughs> turned out to be my best hire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Good save. Yeah.
0: Hopefully, this isn't the first time you're mentioning that, Kelvin. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. We
2: always joke about it. We always joke
0: about it. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. I wonder if I actually went to that Chili's back in the day,
2: if I was ever out in Melbourne. It's been there forever. Yeah. Um, it is, That's awesome. We actually, um, I opened that Chili's nice. as, a, as a manager. So, I was coming from, um, I think, Tallahassee, um, working there for Chili's and then moved there. Um, and not only for that reason and opening, but to actually meet Mandy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. So food has obviously entered your guys' lives
0: in multiple avenues. And yeah. I was going to say, I mean, I, I would love to come over for dinner sometime. Sure. And, you know, I mean, I'll eat meatballs. Bring and then, 20 of your friends yeah. and
1: we'll be good. It's like,
0: well, we ate meatballs once, but we need to eat <laughs> it a second time. So I would love for that to happen. But it, it sounds like food has always been a part of mm-hmm. who you guys are yep. and then... Um, but it's, it, that's just such a cool way for you guys to meet. So Mm -hmm. you guys obviously had like the bug for like the industry, like even when you guys met, so,
1: (laughs) you know, I didn't know that I had the bug for the industry. It was just, you know, what I did to make money really Mm -hmm. as a kid. And I mean, I had my first job at a diner when I was like 15, almost 16 years old. So that's just how you get cash, you know, in my world, that's what, that's what it was. And then I was just good at that. And, um, just kept it going and then when I met Kelvin we you know had that in common obviously and you know Kelvin left Chili's to go open Carabas Italian Grill when that concept was first coming on the scene and that was um, that was an exciting time and he learned a lot there and uh, I went on to work for Outback when I went to school in Miami and um, learned a lot there as well and then we we moved to Atlanta to get out of the restaurant business. Actually, we were like those yeah. hours, we are done with that. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. so we, we moved to Atlanta back in 2000 and then, um, we weren't out of the business a couple of years and we, we decided, you know, Kelvin decided I think we're going to open a restaurant. We had a business partner at the time that we moved here with and, um, also from Florida. And, uh, they said, we think we're going to open a restaurant. And I said, well, what, what are we going to, what kind of restaurant? And they were like, we don't really know yet but we've already signed a lease (laughs) and we got a space blank slate everybody yeah we We don't know like okay cool that wasn't even scary to us at all like we were just I was just kind of like okay well let's figure out what we're gonna do like we're gonna open this thing soon right we should probably have a menu like figure out a concept (laughs) but man we just were like we knew we could figure it out you know
2: yeah in
0: year 2000 so you guys moved to Atlanta you know you want to open a restaurant what part of town were you guys in
2: um, we were living in like the now Brookhaven, Chambly, yeah. Dunwoody area. Um, so, uh, and then the restaurant was in Marietta. Um, and again, I don't, you know, we did get out of the bit restaurant business. We, um, I think all through the different, um, concepts as far as where we were working, we never really set out to ha- own our own restaurant. That wasn't even a, a thought, you know, and how that thought came about after we got to Atlanta, you know, I think I I have still to this day, I don't know. Uh, But we just to Mandy's point, we just if an idea comes up, and we talk about it, and it sounds cool, we, we, you know, we move forward on it. And I think during the whole time of working in corporate restaurants and mom and pops, we were actually being groomed and trained with that knowledge. So when it came down to doing the restaurant, we had a lot of tools in our bag, um, you know. But you know, firsthand experience still is, you know, is a learning experience in itself. So. Yeah, that's
0: cool. Someone was clearly the the smooth talker, though. They're like, "We got out of the restaurant industry, man. We're done." You're like, "Well, what if we opened a restaurant?" And you're like, "Yeah, <laughs> uh, totally. That's, yeah, what a great idea."
2: That's pretty much how it went. <laughs> You know, we were like, yeah, you know, Uh. it's like, why not? You know, then, you know, pizza was part of the um, where we landed. And we did have another um, process. We thought we might do Tex-Mex or, you know, because it was there was a scene. And I think we probably would have pulled that off because that was way before all the, you know, different tacos and stuff, you know, um, concepts are where they are now. But uh, but we chose pizza and we just looked to do it a different way. Uh, than most.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I know we're we're talking about Blue Moon Pizza here Mm -hmm. and I, I mean, you know, like I know that that's like a part of, you know, what you guys started and, but I mean, having two little kids, you know, I mean like pizza is always like magic but that's been a place that, has been a large part of our lives, and yeah. like especially living above a Blue Moon Pizza for a while, like mm. you're going to be a customer. Dangerous, like, yeah, you like, are. You really don't have a choice. You're like <laughs> we're going to Smell that
1: cooking, the oh, bacon I, cooking. Yeah,
0: and then it's Forget and then it's everything. Like everything is kind of a gateway for another thing. It's like well, they actually have really good beer on tap, mm-hmm. and I need to like meet a friend, and I'm just going to walk downstairs like three <laughs> minutes before. Fries. I need. Yeah, and like it's just everything. But uh, mm-hmm. that's really cool. That that's a part of your guys' story. Yeah, and then it, it turned into sure. several locations for you guys, and. You know, and so Mm -hmm. you guys are expanding that. But then you guys actually end up selling that business.
1: Yeah, I think I think more so than just getting back into the restaurant business. We we got out of the business to just really become entrepreneurs and do kind of our own thing. And so that's why we moved to Atlanta and start another business. And then when we decided on a restaurant, it was just kind of like, well, let's just go back to what we know. We're already in business for ourselves. Let's, um, you know, let's get back to something we that's relatively easy for us. Um, and so that's, that's kind of how that all came about. And I think same with Blue Moon and growing it to several locations. It was, um, you know, we, we, we've, we started Blue Moon and Kelvin, you know, created all of the recipes. And um, I kind of handled the front of the house and kitchen, and, I'm sorry, the bar and the service and training. And Kelvin mostly did kitchen and ordering and recipes and, and that kind of thing. So we kind of divided, divided things up there. And then, you know, we had a product that people liked, and we were like, well, this is, you know, this is working. Um, and I uh, had a friend in commercial real estate that said there's a, you know, this is working out for you guys, and you got a nice little business here. We we're about three years in at the Windy Hill location, and, you know, he said uh, this West Village over in Smyrna, this is a big new development coming in, and there's uh, another pizza place is looking at it. You think you guys want to do another one? And We were like, no way, I'm never opening another restaurant. And they were just like, oh, come on. He was just like, well, someone else is going to do it if you don't. And I said yes (laughs) first. First time I heard it, I said yes. (laughs) And he's like, no, never. I said, well, if someone else is going to do it, then we have to do it. So, yeah, we just, my competitive nature took over. And so that happened at. Restaurant number two and three and four and then (laughs) five. Someone's like, (laughs) you
0: should do it. And you're like, no. And then they're like, but what if you did? And you're like, okay, we'll do it. Right. Twist our arm. So how long were you guys uh, working with the concept of Blue Moon?
2: Uh, We created a concept in 2003 Mm -hmm. and then sold it in 2015. So it was was our baby. You know, we kind of – we did everything – menu, logo, you know, very unsophisticated, sophisticatedly well done, (laughs) if that makes any sense. Well, I I (laughs) just want to
0: say thank you to you both for all of the calories over the many years that Blue Moon has brought to myself and my family and many other people who are just closely connected to us. So I I tip my hat to you guys. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're welcome and yeah. So, but man, so you guys, so you guys actually move on from Blue Moon in mm-hmm. 2015. So, the the next portion of your story, tell me how you guys ended up here at Pont City Market. Well,
2: um, <clears throat> when we sold Blue Moon, we were looking to do something else, of course, and uh, we started to, you know, have these lovely discussions like, what could that be? And um, and again, you know, not. Just saying, oh, we can just go create something else, or create a restaurant, or you know, do that. We wanted to do something this time a little bit different than um, what was going on in Atlanta. Um, so we actually traveled a little bit. We you know went to Italy. We hung out in New York a couple times. We went to Austin and all those places just trying to check out the food scene. And we were um, really interested in rooftops, you know, and. Um, in New York you know they had a booming um, uh, location with a rooftop and then we went went to Italy we were on some rooftops there and was kind of you know everybody was we were just checking it out everybody wanted to go to the roof and so we knew at that time that might be that's what we want to do we want to do something on a roof. Gotcha
0: well I mean talking about Well, backing up for just one second, doing just Mm -hmm. enough Instagram stalking. Like, I've seen some pretty amazing photos of you guys. I mean, I saw one that was, like, just a very dramatic photo of you guys in front of, like, the Coliseum. I was like, okay, oh, these yeah. guys are really cool. Like, I mean, I, I, you know, when you when you start thinking about like the rooftop at Ponce City, like mm-hmm. that's usually enough. Like, that's the hook. Right. Like, like, I was telling <laughs> someone, I was like, yeah, I actually get to speak with the, you know, the people who are in charge of the roof at Ponce mm-hmm. City. They're like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, what are they like? I was like, I mean, they look like amazing people. I was They're like, check normal. this photo out. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like, I think yeah, people are like, cool. that's
1: you guys, like. Yeah. W- who else? Like, what? <laughs> what's going on here? It can't just be you two. I was like, yeah, but that w-
0: that was just enough. I was like, I just yeah. got to know this story. So, but, um, but yeah. So, I mean, that's just, uh, that's, that's so cool. I mean, like, you know, thinking of, you know, business on a rooftop, mm-hmm. you know, like, but what, what was it like that yeah. kind of brought about Pont City for you guys?
1: Yeah. I think that, um, well, we, we were getting back, you know, from settling in from selling our business. Not, not long, actually. We finished the deal in October and, we were negotiating a lease here in November, so not much downtime at all. (laughs) Oh, goodness. uh, But we had, you know, we were, um, we had heard that there was going to be an opportunity on the roof for what came out initially was uh, restaurants and retail. So not really knowing what that meant and not really having been to the property at all yet. um, We just, I mean, I sent our broker an email and just said, what do you know about this and what can you find out? And, um, she said i don't know let me let me find out let me see if i can contact their their leasing agent so she did and said you know i've got th- these clients that are interested in the roof and there was not no response. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so a little persistence and uh, some concepting, because it was just like I get an idea and I'm like, okay, let me just let's just go after it, and then later I'll be like, oh yeah, by the way, Kelvin, I emailed so and so and told them to start looking for a location for us. <laughs> and So uh,
0: I was thinking like mini golf on the roof of somewhere. Yeah, and I was sure, like, yeah, go, go find it. Yeah, like <laughs> sixty
1: thousand square feet. Yeah, that, that sounds like yeah, that'll, that'll work. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I just, you know, kind of get an idea and run with it a little bit and, um, and a little persistence and, like I said, some concepting and, you know, drawing another, you know, a bigger picture for them. This is what we're thinking. And we were really we were really just thinking about the beer garden. We were thinking about uh, beer garden on the roof and kind of had a little different concept at the time. But we started putting some pictures together and this is what we're thinking. This is the kind of the vibe. This is what it, what we think it would look like. And so after doing that, that got their attention, and it just so happened that it was kind of along the lines of what they were, you know, expecting and thinking as well for the restaurant. And um, so we had a lot of – started just talking about this a lot and ended up having a lot of people that were connected to the property in various other ways, designers, architects, consultants, and, uh, you know – brokers and different things so just uh we're like well this is kind of pointing in the direction over here this we were looking at other places around town and Brookhaven and things and um so yeah we just started negotiating with with, with Jamestown and the property and um, had a lot of meetings here and they were, you know, feeling us out. We were, you know, we were sort of a blue moon nobody to them, you know? I mean, we weren't uh, who I think they maybe were thinking of for the roof but I think after meeting us and we had a lot of the same ideas and, you know, we're, we're, we're small enough to be really connected to the business on a daily basis, which I think was appealing to them as well and um, just getting to know us and our team. We brought some folks here and so I think we just, you know, moved it down the line and um so here we are. Yeah. I mean, now we uh we knew that uh you know, Jamestown really was the vision and had the vision for the for the for most of the roof in terms of like the golf and the the games and that was their idea. And so when we took over the space and leased the, uh, what's now Skyline Park and Nine Mile Station from them, um, you know, they just turned, basically that's how they turned it over to us with golf and games. And then it was like, okay, what's, you know, what's the concept? And so we, we developed the concept and, um, and everything else. And Nine Mile Station was our, our creation as well, so.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't remember when I first heard that there was going to be games like mini golf and, you know, like kind of a, Fair meets carnival kind of setup, and I mean, I think whenever I read that from I don't even remember AJC or Eater or something, I was like, I mean, really? (laughs) Like, but I was like, this was before Pont City was just like the staple pillar that it is now. I mean, it's like the anchor of like you go drink or eat or have fun or shop or whatever. And now it's like you take your adult friends, like we're actually gonna go down slides and play mini golf and we're gonna have cocktail, then we're gonna have dinner, but it's all gonna be in the same place. I'm like, what do you wear? You know, and uh, it's fun. But I remember reading that, and I was just like, I, I don't know, maybe it's just like you gotta see it before you can actually believe
2: it. but um, we but do tell people that a lot. you know, in the very beginning, we were trying to explain what we were doing to our friends, and they this could not grasp. <laughs> they were like, oh yeah, yeah, right. Um, okay, um yeah, sure, you know, and we're like, yeah, and we're excited and just really couldn't get it. And until you actually come to the roof, then they're like, okay, now I see what you're talking about. And you know, a little quick story about the lease and signing it, we were working on the lease and negotiating the lease and we had not been to the roof. We just knew um, it was going to be, we didn't even know the view about, we just knew because it was all about being on a roof and we'd had, we felt like um, Pond City Market was going to be a great market. And um, so, th- you know, the day that we were going to come up, it was raining, you know? And so we're <laughs> like, yeah, we y'all. can't go to rain. <laughs> I'm like, we're okay. now. Nah, it's raining too bad up there. And uh, we can't go up. So we're like, okay. All right. So we go back and, you know, send in leases back and forth. And the next time we go, was supposed to go up, but then our babysitter couldn't make it. So I came by myself. And so I get up to the roof, and I'm looking, and I'm I'm just trying to keep my composure. And I walk off, and I text Mandy. I'm like, this is it. This is where we want to be. And um, so um, so that's the that first time we saw it. I saw it, and then we came back together. But we, were, we believed in it so much, we didn't see it from the very beginning. We just were negotiating for it. So. That's
0: amazing. It's going to say, like, on the elevator ride up, you're like, there is an actual roof up here, right? <laughs> right. Like, we're actually going to a roof that I'm Talking yeah. about doing something up here? That's incredible. Yeah. I mean and I mean we talk about like such a great leap, you know, of just believing in just like the vision of something, you know, that's that's not always the common tale. Sometimes people are far more calculated, but just you know, seeing what something can be without having a hundred percent of the story. Like you've only got like sixty percent of the way right. or seventy percent of the way there. But I mean, I was gonna say, but I mean, look at where you guys are today. I mean, yeah, I've had it like in all caps here on my notes, like you guys are on fire <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing.
2: Yeah, it's been a fun ride. You know, we had, uh, I think what has helped a lot, you know, that, you know, Mandy and I do stay grounded and what we have accomplished. And we really don't talk about the business and like what it's done or, you know, what how people see the roof. We just try to keep, you know, just very humble about it. Um, I think it's a gift. Um, and we had, you know, she mentioned earlier, we brought some people from um, our team at Blue Moon. Uh, we have a, a business partner who, Brett, who's, you know, came from there. Our director of operations, our controller, some managers. Um, so that has been that has helped us move faster um, in the process. And um, and we're just, you know, and again, everything that you see on the roof, it came up as an idea. You know, it was like, well, let's put an ice skating rink on the roof. Okay, let's, you know. Let's figure that out then. So and and that's how it comes up. So somebody mentioned something, and if it could halfway doable, it's going to get our attention. And if it's not if it's not been done, that even makes it more exciting for us. So
0: that's awesome. But I mean, again, I I just uh, seeing what happens on a daily basis, weekly basis. You know, I mean, again, living so close in the neighborhood, I mean, you can see the activity from afar. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're on the right side of the Beltline. I mean, it's hopping, like, it's hopping, like, like big time, you know, and there's a wedding going on underneath, like, the the (laughs) canopy, and then you see people, like, yeah, there's people, Mm -hmm. like, lifting themselves up on, like, (laughs) that drop ride, and you can just see people walking, taking selfies, like, you can see when someone's taking a selfie from, I'm not even joking, like, Mm -hmm. 500 yards Mm -hmm. away, like, that person just took a selfie with the Atlanta skyline right? and I've seen it happen a thousand yeah, times, but it's a
1: big, it's a big operation, it's
0: an, but it's an icon, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, you talk about like everything you can do on the roof. That's one thing, but then mm-hmm. the view yeah. with the right weather, like you guys, I mean, it, like you it. can't find any, any better place. I mean, if you're looking to like up your Instagram game, like, mm-hmm. well, time to go to the roof at pond city. <laughs> like if you <laughs> really right. want to be there, like that's where you got to be. But, um, but I want to I hear a little bit more. Like, if, if you don't know everything that's happening at the roof or you haven't actually been up there, mm-hmm. you know, like, let's talk a little bit about some of the concepts that are actually up on the roof. So okay. let's start with Nine Mile Station. Like, talk to me a little bit just about what's there. And especially, like, tell me, you know, just like where, first of all, like, where does the name come from?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Passing the mic back to Mandy. Yep, yep,
1: yep. I'm the history. I'm the hi- I got all the history knowledge. <laughs> so, uh, well, just just to start with, I know you want to start with Nine Mile, but Skyline Park there may be, many people may not know that there there used to be an amusement park in this general area that that was brought about by the, the spring, the natural spring that was here, the Pont spring. And so that was so popular uh, that people were coming from all over the city and they were coming on streetcars that used to ride on the nine mile circle. And so that was bringing people to the area from all over the city. And the spring became so popular that they. Decided to put an amusement park there with rides. It looks one ride that looks very similar to the the Hiji, the pull the pull up ride that we have now, and so um, so that's you know kind of the reason and the inspiration for what Jamestown had for putting an amusement park on the roof. So that that kind of started that, and then you know us just playing off the history of and, and really just you know giving a nod to it uh, at any time we could when we were doing. Uh, nine Mile Station, which was after Skyline Park. Um, the name just seemed, you know, fitting to bring people, you know, a restaurant that now brings people to the park and vice versa. So um so that's where Nine Mile Station comes from. It's from the, the old streetcar that brought people to the area that rode on the nine mile circle. I do not know if there was a real nine mile station or a stop. I don't I don't think there was. But um anyways. Yeah. There yeah. is now though. There that's is now that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. But yeah. On the um, roof. On yeah. a rooftop. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But I mean, like, you know, rooftop dining, I mean, like, that's just that's such a scene, you know, that I think everybody from um, yeah, just something that's very sought after. You know, (laughs) you think of like something that has like that iconic feel. I think it's something that people really look forward to. But uh, but talk to me a little bit about like the concept, uh, like the actual restaurant
2: concept. You know, like what's the dining like in the restaurant? Uh, We started off with. we wrote our own recipe. Uh, we were actually—I mean—I wrote the whole menu from when we were coming back from Italy. I think we were on the plane, and we we're just writing down this recipe. And we had it like, "Oh, we just nailed the re- the whole concept recipe." You know, we're we're solid. You know, we're ready to turn that in. And as time went on, we we're like we might need to get an executive chef for this, you know? (laughs) And so then, and that's what we did. We have um, our executive chef is Jonathan McDowell. And um, what our vision was for that space, it was a beer garden, but we wanted to be, you know, an elevated beer garden. We didn't want the Steins, you know, the very big glasses and all that's going on. We wanted to be a little sophisticated and focus on, um, we're only going to have 12 taps but those 12 taps are gonna be, be the best you can get, and they're gonna always rotate. Um, and then we're gonna focus in on cocktails and wine as well. So just not a one-stop. We wanted, if all of us came there, we, we wanted people to be able to find a cocktail or a drink they liked and not be turned away because it's only beer. And then the food, we kind of looked at the food as the same thing, not to be in one category, But to be able to, at the time, we were looking at the market and saying, like, you can go to the market and grab something different, and why not be able to have something like that on the menu where it's not just set in the one space? So you can have a a hamburger, you can have a seafood dish, you can have a steak, you can, you know, all these things, and then do it from scratch. And so um, that's where that, you know, kind of the concept was kind of built from there. And so we handed that vision over to... you know, Jonathan, then the beverage part to our beverage director, and we just kind of kept fine tuning it. And, um, and now to this day, we've had, um, you know, just a great mix of food that appeals to a lot of people. Because when you come to the roof, the sunset is different every day, right? And how the clouds roll in. So we thought that the same thing, everything should kind of change over time because the whole scenery and background changes
0: yeah i love that and it's super cool i mean and then even expanding that a little bit more you know talking about just dining on the rooftop you know i mean there's there's obviously more that's happening and we're going to get into rfd social here in just a second but um but you know talking about nine mile station and then even if you just want to like eat and drink like just hanging out at the skyline park portion like there's some really fun food there too i mean Mm -hmm. i've had like pretzels and tacos but like you know just yeah and like watching you know my friends just kind of geek out about like everything that's happening i was like yeah it's amazing like it's amazing and you know it's you definitely don't want to take it for granted but there's a lot of other like great eating that you can actually achieve on the
2: roof of City. it's pretty amazing it was it was you know and again to you know what we've been able to come up with is um you know, when we were doing the park, we were like, okay, we want to do park uh, carnival style food. You know, and but how can we do that with what we have? And so we started going to carnivals. You know, and we went to carnivals and tried to see what was going on, and you know how we can turn some things into work for us. And the walking taco was along that line. And uh, but we would do we'll upgrade the meat. Um, and you know, lo and behold, I think we just put out a list of how many tacos, walking tacos, we've sold over the course. Yeah, it's like almost 100,000. Yeah, like 100,000 walking tacos since the place opened. <laughs> and to um, and give or take one or two. Um, that but you guys <laughs> need to illustrate that metric somehow, <laughs> right. like just in a really fun way. Um, but then you know, and you know, to your point, is t- the outside dining at the restaurant. You know, we're used to being in the restaurant business where that table turns like you know thirty minutes or forty minutes, and you have the next turn um, at the restaurant. You know, people were sitting there for three hours. You know, and that was new for us. We've never had been in the restaurant business where your table turn is someone stays there three hours you know it's hard and but you know we started there was a couple times we sat down to eat with some friends and we were there for three hours and it just (laughs) passes just like that so you know we really started to understand that people just really love being outside and enjoying that and talking and just hanging out and um so we kind of it started to build on itself. So I think p- the picnic tables that we have out there kind of, you know, helps that along. So it's been unique to see how people just interact with the space. Yeah. It's fun too. I mean, you know,
0: you, you, spend enough time up there and you, you show up and then you're ready to eat, but then, you know, you spend just a, an hour there and you're like, well, let's, let's get something to drink, you know? And then like that turns into mm-hmm. two or three rounds mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're like, well now I'm hungry again since I've got a few <clears throat> drinks in and like, then you, kind of meander all, like every corner that you possibly mm-hmm. can. Like, now I have enough
1: courage to go down the slide. Yeah. Had a couple of yeah. drinks, couple of Frosés. Yeah,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, fr- Frosé, I mean, it definitely has a place, you mm-hmm. know, like I think every, I'm, I, I encourage everybody, like if you, you know, have scrutiny towards Frosé, like chill out America, like right. just drink Frosé. <laughs> it, it makes good things happen, but um, but, yeah, you know, like, I, I think that there's just there's something there for everybody, which is really mm-hmm. cool, you yeah. know, and especially, you know, if you're looking to have just more like a casual, fun afternoon, oh, sunset yeah. evening with some friends who are out of town or, you know, you live, you know, worlds away in Johns Creek or something. And you just right. want to come have some fun over on the east side of Atlanta. There's something there for everybody, <coughs> for which sure. is really cool. And uh, you guys are expanding you know, the, the roof even more. I mean, and I've seen it coming for a long time now, mm-hmm. but so talk to me. Well, first of all, so Mandy, since you have the mic, let's talk right. about the history okay. of RFD social. <laughs> and I love this story, by the way, I think yeah. it's so cool. So we're actually talking about the tower that you see with the American flag, right? you know, dancing in the wind mm-hmm. at Pont city. But tell me a little bit about the history and about the name.
1: So the tower is, you know, three floors currently, well, four floors, the fourth floor has holds the water tank that reclaims water from the property and I think it used to pull from the, the natural spring that was here. So that is still active on the on the very top. Whoa. Yeah. So um below that are three floors um different spaces that um you know, we have had our eye on for a while since we got up here. We were using it very nicely as storage for a very long time. <laughs> but uh but um so but Back in the 20s when the building first opened in 1926, 1928, there was a radio program that was broadcast out of that tower by WSB, and it was called Dinner Bell, Radio Farmers Democracy Dinner Bell. And so that was for farmers uh, to gather around the dinner table, which was really really lunch. Um, They called lunch dinner at the time, and then dinner was supper. But, um, so that was for farmers to gather around the table and it was music and kind of like the first, like, I guess called hillbilly music and the first, you know, version of what's now country music. So, um, so yeah, so that was a, I think it was a one hour radio program. And so, um, and, uh, so that was really cool. That happened, that happened in the tower, um, on the, what we call the 11th floor now, um for about two years. So when we were talking about building out that space and kind of coming up with the concept and what that would be, uh, that, you know, of course came up in that history and keeping true to what we have already done on the roof and um just playing you know playing into the history and respecting it and and everything we that was an obvious for us so so our the tower for us is is rfd social so um we've got three floors that are active and uh the first floor is the, the public facing public part of that and that's what we call the parlor and so you come in off the elevator into a you know a bar that's an extension of the lobby and um that's intended to be you know kind of what was happening in the 20s as well like just part you know parlor games and retiring to the parlor for drinks and socializing and And so that's what we've tried to do in there and just really make it, you know, another extension of, uh, you know, what we already have on the roof and a nice compliment to what we already have.
0: I retire to my parlor every day of my life. (laughs) I I retire (laughs) every day. Right. But, I mean, I just, I love that it's (coughs) such a cool nod to Mm -hmm. so much Atlanta history. I mean, this whole space, like, people don't Mm -hmm. even realize the depth of Mm -hmm. the story. And, like, I mean... Baseball and just—I right. mean—the industry, the railway, the belt line, like the
1: farming as far- well. The oh farmers my. would come here to sell yeah. food at the farmers' time. I mean, and mm-hmm. that's just such
0: another great nod. To, I mean, just—I mean—Georgia agriculture and—I mm-hmm. um, mean—just like how much of a lush, verdant, beautiful, you know, southern-rooted place that, right. that is, there's just so much happening mm-hmm. here. But but it's really exciting. I mean, I I can't wait to to see everything that happens with with RFD. I mean, and yeah. you know, just seeing that it's it's coming to. What, what is you know the the logo for Pont City like there's stuff yeah. happening in that tower again mm-hmm. which is really it's cool active, yeah. so mm-hmm. but uh but everything at RFD so I mean you're you're talking food and beverage in this well, place right
1: it's just mostly beverage mostly yeah beverage. we may have some bar snacks and things like that but yeah. it's 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 a bar and then uh, the the next floor which is the 11th floor we're calling that the Roebuck room and that is a, a private event space like a smaller event space. Um, Great name. We have the, the terrace, which the rooftop terrace holds about 350 people <coughs> on the east side of the roof. But this is a smaller indoor event space, uh, so about 150. We also have meeting rooms in there and uh, breakout rooms and things. So that's that really was uh, a response to what our people were asking for. We were getting a lot of requests for meetings and smaller events, and we do a lot of events on the roof in general, but um, that was just kind of what people were asking for. So we thought, well, we've got three floors. Let's build one of them out as event space. So that's been very, very popular already. And then the 12th floor is kind of our secret surprise that we can't talk too much about. But, um, dun, dun, dun. yeah, but it's, it's a sm- very small space. Um, yes, intimate. And uh, and so that's going to be private cocktails And that's it's a room. I can say it's just
0: full of froze. That's That's right. That's what it is. We'll start. We'll start leading people. You are not
1: allowed to bring (laughs) the froze up there.
0: Chill out with the (laughs) froze, okay? Keep it down there on the (laughs) at Skyline Park, okay? (laughs) On the golf course only. (laughs) Exactly. But um, but man, you guys just have such a great thing going on the roof at Pond City. I mean, you know, you talk about like how you make a day or an evening Mm -hmm. up on the roof, and there's something there for everybody.
1: It is. I think you know we talked about. it. I think you you start the day with. You know, or date night, or friend night, or whatever. You got to start with putt putt. You just you have to right around you know five six o'clock. Yeah. You gotta you gotta do that. Thank you, play you for s- using the games.
0: proper name, by the way. It's putt putt golf. Stop right. calling it mini golf. <laughs> like it's putt putt. Like that's what we called it. Like and it's always like the redundant name. It's always putt right. putt golf. So right. Thank our you son. For that. Our son
1: is in golf camp right now this week, and um, he said, "Well, we started. We we did putt putt, mom." I'm like, "Well, you know," he said, "I have the putt putt." What did you say? The putt putt uh, club. club. The putt putt club. <laughs> that's <laughs> so awesome. That's the putter, huh? Oh man. So yeah. So I think you start with you start with putt putt, and you and then you play some games, and of course you've got to have some cocktails from the sideshow bar, mm-hmm. and uh, you know maybe get your walking taco, and then head on over to Nine Mile for a charcuterie board and more cocktails and. And then, uh, then you retire to dinner, the parlor. And then you retire to the parlor <laughs> for some parlor games. We're, we'll we'll <laughs> illustrate
0: the timeline for people. of like <laughs> This is how you start. So if That's you right. want success, this That's is how you start, and this is where you just naturally retire That's for the right. perfect ending. That's right. You That's start right.
1: in the middle, and then you head to the west side for the sunset. Mm-hmm. And then after the sunset... You retire to the parlor,
0: and then eventually mm-hmm. we'll talk about the twelfth floor secret sauce that everybody wants That's to know right. about. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But mm-hmm. oh man, but Mandy, Kelvin Slater, it was such a pleasure having you guys on the show. I mean, again, like I I can't I can't stop to tell anyone like this place is mm-hmm. just. I mean, it's it's amazing. I mean, it's a it's an incredible place to visit. And I mean, again, like iconic views and everything aside, like the history alone is um, is something that I really want to perpetuate. And I love that you guys are doing that. It's just so cool. It's a great nod to everything that has happened here in Atlanta. But uh, with um, with the next like minute here, like tell us like kind of what's next for you guys, like Slater Hospitality, like the roof at Pont City, like the mic's
2: Yours. Like tell us what's uh, what's coming up next for you guys. Well. Being that we, you know, we're launching the tower and we've been constantly, you know, trying to perfect, you know, really we've been opening a new portion of the roof since 2016. You know, we started with the park and then in of that same year we opened the, in October we opened the restaurant. Then January of 2017 we started doing the, um, the terrace, the event space. And then later in that year, we start rolling into the tower. So we've been always in constant opening something. Um, and it probably won't stop us. We're probably going to figure and see something else we want to do. Um, but we really want to focus on trying to um, streamline You know, what we have going on. It's really special to us. And we don't want to take our eyes off of it. So we'll, we'll come back in and look at the whole roof as a whole to just try to make that experience even that much better. Um, cause we know, you know, we see it every day and, but we got to understand that people are seeing it for the first time, even though it's two years old, they're still seeing it for the first time. So that's awesome.
1: There's always no shortage of ideas though, as we travel and come back and, you know, we were just in Italy in May and come back with, you know, a ton of new ideas. And so we're, we're always looking for other opportunities and, you know, but, um, uh, but yeah, we'll we'll stay focused on this for a while. And Kelvin traveled a little uh, last year to Belgium. Our our actually our beverage director, who was our bartender at the time, won a won a beverage uh, won a cocktail competition, which the prize was a trip to Belgium. Nice. So they ca- they all came back with the Belgian beer bug. So. Cool. Maybe something going on around that. You can't, see, that. The, you can't <laughs> see the smirk on Mandy's face, but
0: she's got one there. She's got ideas. Yeah. Maybe like hang gliding at the roof <laughs> at Pont City Market. That's don't right. go, don't use we that did, idea. We
1: did try to figure out ziplining, like zip but, but that didn't yeah. happen yet, I don't too. know what the insurance is like for that. It's like, not yeah. pretty. Yeah. now. <laughs> Nobody yeah. wants to help you there. But, nope, uh, nope.
0: but man, Mandy, Calvin Slater, thank you guys so much for being on the Atlanta Foodcast. It was such a pleasure hearing your story and. I guess we'll see you up on the roof, right? Yeah.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having us. It yeah. was fun.
0: Uh, thanks again. In- enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Awesome. We'll see you guys soon. Many thanks go out to Mandy and Kelvin and the entire team at Slater Hospitality, not only for joining me for this episode, but for all of the fun memories, great meals, and fun that has yet come to pass. And if you haven't been and want to feel fully alive, check out The Roof at Pont City Market for mini golf, a great meal at 9 Mile Station, more drinks at RFD Social, and much, much more. Head over to PontCityRoof.com and plan your next evening, afternoon, wedding, whatever. But until next time, I cannot wait to bring you guys more stories from local chefs, culinary entrepreneurs, and people who are making Atlanta the greatest city for eaters. I'm your host, Ben Getz. Thanks again for listening to the Atlanta Foodcast.